Hey, beautiful mama, and welcome to Bell and Beyond. I'm your podcast host, Katie, a mama of one little legend, Hunter, and we have been on the most wild health journey ever. My son was born and diagnosed with a cleft lip, and I want to share with you how I was empowered through it all. This podcast is for mums or soon-to-be mums and dads. Feel free to jump in too. It's a place to debunk the many motherhood myths that leave us feeling confused, lost, and misguided. I want you, mama, to walk away from every episode feeling empowered and educated to make choices that feel right for you and your family. My heart is to see mamas connecting back to their roots and being exposed to ancient wisdom with modern day education. I'll be bringing you open and real conversations around topics we are not talking about enough with people passionate about seeing you, mama, thrive from the belly and beyond. Well, welcome back to another episode of Bell and Beyond. I have Terry Lee here. I am so excited. I am a member of one of her programs. I wanted to delve deeper personally, learning more about social media and Instagram. And I've done one of her Reels challenges, which is so fun and built so much confidence for me and actually connected me to so many people who have become members in my natural living business, who have connected with me through the podcast, who have just been such aligned people that have connected with my content. So I'm forever grateful for Terry Lee for what she's doing doing. So I really wanted to get her on and just to hear a little bit more about her experience because she actually flipped out of a nine to five when COVID literally like demolished her business down to one client. Like she went from earning so much money to literally being down to one client. And she was so understanding of the situation because she knew it was no one's fault. It was just what had happened to us and what was dealt and we had to handle it. And she had a rising up in her heart to change her lifestyle, change her workload, change the way she basically went from a nine to five into creating her own hours. And that's where she launched all her social media coaching, her programs, reels had just landed. She launched right into that. She talks about how she gets all her best ideas when she's out for a walk in Victoria. She got smashed being in Victoria with COVID, just as we know the most locked down city in the world. And yet she has literally created the most wealth and abundance she's ever had at six figures. And I just love this story of overcoming and she's continued to celebrate women and cheer them on so much. And I have seen women build so much confidence from her programs and just being exposed to her as a person. So here this nine to five girl that's gone to six figure story by creating a life of abundance exactly how she wanted and not giving up when life literally dealt her the most hardest season of her life in her success and business and one that she spent years building. She's also a model and now does that for fun on the side as a bit of an outlet and a different use of her creativity outside of her social media coaching world. So she's cute. She's funny. You're going to love her. Let's get right into it. I'm super excited to have Terry Lee here. I met her well over a year ago now when I joined one of her incredible programs. She did a real program that went viral and it was awesome. And I've always loved her purple vibe. If you haven't seen her Instagram page, she is the purple girl. And anyway, I'm really glad that you're here. So welcome. Thank you so much. I'm super excited to be here. Okay. Tell us just really quick, a little bit about yourself, where you're at with your business and a joyful activity that you're doing at the moment during everything you're going on with. <laughs> Victoria. (laughs) Definitely. So hello, I am Terry Lee. So I run my own business. I'm an online business coach where I help women in business really show up online with confidence and make sales through Instagram. So I absolutely love what I do. I am here in Melbourne. It is a rainy day and 
we are still in lockdown, <laughs> but it's good. I think the definitely my my joyful activity that I love and really keeps me going is my long walks in the morning. I try and get ten thousand steps in every single day, and I really utilize our two hours outside. Uh, so definitely, that's the little thing that keeps me grounded, keeps me in nature, gets my body moving, and it, it genuinely brings me joy. I'll listen to a podcast or or just connect with a girlfriend it's it's my time yeah and I feel like every time I've heard you talk all your biggest best ideas came on those walks 100% the honestly without these walks I feel like I would still be stagnant like in in a place that I wouldn't want to be all of my amazing moments so those big business ideas life-changing ideas for me it happens when I'm on my walks and the reels challenge that, came yep. on walk, and you executed that in like two weeks and you were like, that was a little crazy, but I get these <laughs> ideas and I just want to make it happen. Exactly. Exactly. I feel as though when like the downloads that I get when I'm on my walk, I'm just like, it, it, it's meant to be, it's, it's just my zone. Everybody has their place. You know, some ideas come in the shower, but I feel like when I'm on my walk, I just get home and anything that comes to me, I try an action within, within that week. Yeah, I love that. And that leads me on to how the heck seven, what is it, seven lockdowns in Victoria or eight? I don't even know anymore. doesn't even matter. You've been in a lot. How have you continued as a businesswoman? You're online a lot. Um, you're doing a lot of different things creatively, which means you need to stay in that creative space. You're being really innovative. How have you continued to have joy amongst everything that's been going on around you? Yeah, so... You know what? It's actually quite ironic that you say joy because I do too. I think that for me, a, like a grounding factor, I always have these mantras that I keep in my head. And one that I have been kind of holding really true is to try and find joy in absolutely everything that I do on a day-to-day -day basis. So whether that's my personal life, whether that's work, it's to try and find the joy in it and to focus on it. So for me, it's it's really been quite exciting and a bit jarring to actually look at what in my day-to-day -day, do I genuinely like or am I just doing because I feel like I should be doing it so those things that do bring me joy and genuine happiness I I gravitate towards it and everything else I try and either delegate it to my team or I try and delete it uh, or automate it so I have this little saying of, of to dad it which is like delete automate or delegate so that is definitely my philosophy if, if it is not on the joy list it is pretty much out I loved that dad d-a-d delete automate and delegate oh my gosh that is revolutionary even if you're not a business owner oh in <laughs> life it's no I did not just do it in business I legit did it in everything everything like to the point where I didn't like going grocery shopping so I decided to, we, we joined up with Dinnerly, which has just been a lifesaver in lockdown because I wasn't inspired to, to think of recipes on the day to day. No. So now it just gets delivered and it's super easy to do. And yeah, I don't even need to think about it. Or I just pass it off to my partner to do for the night. <laughs> it's fan freaking fantastic. <laughs> and you know, once you get in that mentality, it doesn't seem like such an odd thing. It just becomes really normal. And there's lots of people out there that actually have services that like you can support their business by also doing that, which is cool. Completely. Um, so 
for you, obviously you spend a lot of time online. So other than your beautiful walk or you get out in nature with the restrictions that you're allowed to, do you have like a beautiful, joyful morning routine that just gets you in the flow for the day? Yeah, definitely. So I have a, so I have my morning routine, which is just to wake up, meditate, and then try and get out the door as fast as I can get on that walk because that is my anchor for the day. But even more so than that, before I get onto, into my office and on like in my desk, I have kind of a little ritual. So what I do is I will make sure that the music is pumping. My, <laughs> like I have a playlist, which is called High Vibe Queen that I have created for myself and all of my girls as well in the community. Anybody here that wants to listen to it, you're more than welcome to. But it's just songs that make me feel freaking amazing. So it's this playlist. I play it every single morning and I will make sure that I have my, my cup of coffee. I've got my diffuser going and I have a little dance before I sit down and get my day started and get into the work of things. And it just really brings up my vibration. It gets me into such a great, great mood. I'm really big on my essential oils. So yeah, so I will really tap into that. And those are my most productive days, hands down. I love that. Speaking to the oil queen over here, that's, the, <laughs> that's my business outside of the podcast fun world. It, and it lifts your vibes, man. It really Rose, does. Rose oil is 320 megahertz. Like it's higher than most thoughts, foods. It's hectic. Definitely. <laughs> and I can imagine throughout the day, being online all the time can be a lot. So do you have breaks where you just put on that playlist and crank it again and shift that zone and get into your creative flow again? Yeah, definitely. So I try and get in two walks a day if I'm going to be completely honest. <laughs> a walk or a shower if it's raining in Melbourne, you never know. Those are my like midday resets since I've been in lockdown. But yeah, I think that for me, that's that's it's really important just to have those breaks and those boundaries as well. So I have my work phone. And even though I do social media, and I'm technically always on, you know, it, it's quite crazy. I actually pretty much set my phone aside from five o'clock until the next morning. Even my personal phone as well is my work phone. So pretty much if it's not business hours, I am pretty MIA from the social scene. And like I said as well, I try and outsource it to my team and get them to make sure that certain posts are going out, certain stories are going out, uh, rather than it needing to be me all the time because it can be draining social media. And very like all-consuming and lately there's been a lot of things to talk about that necessarily don't spark joy uh -huh. and a lot of unfollowing, a lot of, I don't want to see your page anymore. Um, and I think people have gone through a huge filtration system about what they want to be in their world, what they want to follow, what has been an Instagram page that's either sparked joy or impacted them for something positive and what are the pages that have either just freaked them out or cause stress or anger, division. So I think there's been this huge shift on social media. Have you noticed that business-wise? Oh, definitely. I feel, so I've definitely gone down the, the unfriend avenue for a while just to clean everything up. But I think in general with social media, it's such a testing time whereby people are under a tremendous amount of stress. I mean, we don't know everybody's stories and, and sometimes it is not channeled in the most positive way and that's okay for them. But for me, I, that just is not my vibe at all. You would, you would know this. So I think 
in those moments, I've really gone through a deep cleanse in the sense of, are they saying, like, they don't need to say the same things as me or anything like that, but are they bringing my vibration up or are, are they bringing it down? Like, even to the point of the, the influences that I like to follow, are they making me feel good about myself and tapping into self-love, confidence and bringing me up as an individual? Or am I looking at them and comparing myself and thinking, maybe I should be in the middle of nowhere or traveling to France and I'm getting a little bit, those negative feelings are starting to creep in. And when that's happening, I just decided to do a cleanse and make sure from all facets that I'm just being inspired by those around me, lifted up by those around me and even friends as well. Unfortunately, it's been a time where I've really had to reassess a few things and and now I'm just so, so grateful when I look at it because I'm like, wow, the powerhouse of people and the support system around me is incredible. And that wouldn't have happened if I wasn't pushed to actually start looking at what is around me and who is around me and what am I being exposed to. Oh my gosh, I am like vibing with everything that you're saying at the moment. I got the downloads like two months ago, like Caitlin, shift it up. Like people need hope. Like people are really down, like lift the vibes. And then I fully got the word like stir up the dreamers and just focus all about dreaming again because the dreaming and the frequency of dreaming and being in that state of thinking about amazing things in the future actually lifts you out of that down low place and puts your focus on like the future things and I think people need to be present but then there's also a certain element of like just dreaming and getting excited for what's to come over this COVID hub yeah and you know that can be anywhere from like dreaming for a house or like a garden so if anything like this happens again you've got a backyard to be in like that's made people want to get out of their apartments like it's got people thinking about what values do I have what matters to me how do I want to spend my time who do I want to spend my time with like who was just awesome in this season you know like I think it's been amazing filter yeah um, and in terms of like business which is why I wanted to get you on because <laughs> I'm just always inspired and in awe of Literally the way you, and you even talked about it opening, like you pivoted your business basically at the start of COVID. Things were very different to the way that you were originally running them. So do you want to just dive into that? Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. So COVID is a crazy roller coaster for all of us. So when COVID hit, I was really loving my business. It was completely different. I was a social media agency owner. Things were working really well, multiple six figures, but I was working my ass off. It was crazy. I was working minimum 12 hours a day. I was exhausted. It just was not sustainable. And then COVID happened. <laughs> and in one day when the new restrictions were, everybody was, especially in the beginning, everybody was in this moment where they didn't know what was going to happen. This uncertainty, especially as business owners. And the first thing to go a lot of the time is your contractors and especially your marketing. That's the first thing to go when you don't even know if you can have customers walking into your door. So in one day, 80% of my clients called me up and said, we just can't continue with you. And I vividly remember this day because I sat down and I thought, how has something that I have put my heart, soul, sweat, tears, everything into for the last four years just 
evaporated in an instance and it's completely out of my control. I, I can't do anything to change the situation that we're in. And I can't even be angry at them because of the situation they're in. It's not anybody's fault. It just is what it is, unfortunately. But that has been the biggest blessing ever because it forced me to realign, to to take a step back from that hustle, from the day-to-day grind and to think, what is it that I truly want? Why did I create a business? Why, like, what am I actually doing in my business? Am I helping other people? Am I truly achieving that, that sense of freedom? That was the initial reason for me wanting to start my business in the first place. So I, I realized that I really wanted to help women in business show up with confidence on social media to really build an incredible, amazing community online, especially in these times, and to make a hell of a lot of money in the process because it's totally doable. And yeah, so that's where my online group coaching program, Social Empire, and my my coaching business was born. Oh my gosh, I love it so much because honestly, if you can do it, someone else can do it. You're just a beacon of hope for all the other women out there. We're just everyday girls just that say yes to things and find find what we're good at and find our niche. And you hit a niche and I feel like as the social media changes kept happening because a lot of the um, (laughs) algorithms have kicked in since you made this shift, you've just been on top of it. You just tapped into the new reels, you were onto it, you made a program for the reels. Like I just feel like you've been on the front foot from the very beginning. Do you want to talk about that as well? Yeah, so the when all of this happened is when like later on in the year the reels feature came out and I noticed that I was getting crazy traction for it. The 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 one client I still had <laughs> was getting great traction <laughs> through reels and I just saw it as an opportunity and a way for me to to not only empower with education, but to teach other women in business how to truly get traction without needing to be an expert themselves and to have the guidance of someone that knows what they're doing to get it started. Because especially at that point, it was so, so, so brand new. And a lot of the time, we just need to know that what we're doing is correct and we're, we're going in the right direction and to have that support and that community alongside us as we do that new thing, that new venture, that's that scary thing that scares the hell out of us. And that's what I really wanted to create, a community for people to be able to not only do reels, but to be able to challenge themselves in general. So I'm really excited because right now, which is probably before the episode is being released, we're about to go into another round of the Reels Challenge, which is awesome. And yeah, I do this probably four times per year and it's it's always evolving just like anything <laughs> in business and life, especially in Instagram, it's always changing and just trying to keep everybody up to date on what's working, what's not working and, and teach them how, how to do it bigger and better. And what I really want to know is some of the testimonies you've seen, because I've seen the testimonies in my own team, because I am just like, girls get on the reels. I've trialed it myself. It worked for me. It increased my following by like five or 600 people from a couple of my reels. And my niche is a little different than I've changed it now because I've my little boys grown up and I don't want to talk about baby food anymore, but that actually was a really big thing that people were interested in. And I've been getting my team onto this. I have seen my team flourish and grow and the confidence that have come out of them. It's not just make reels to get followers to be cool. Like it actually is a personal development growth by stepping out there and making these videos and 
actually encouraging people to have fun because I'm pretty sure the algorithm at the moment is picking up the reels mostly with the entertainment fun factor, you know, the funny voiceovers, the really like ones that get people laughing, which seriously, we all need to seem to have a laugh right now. How have you seen women in your programs or around you transform through this new feature? Yeah, so I absolutely love and agree with everything that you've just said. So for me, the amazing thing about Reels and that we actually forget about Instagram is that Instagram was born because it's social media. It's about having fun. It's about connecting with people and getting yourself out there. And when it comes to Reels, it truly forces people to just have fun with it, to to focus on the things that bring them joy. And that generally is going to be comedy. It's going to be relatability. It's going to be the things in our day-to-day lives that are just, it's just fun to do, whether that's dancing around in like in your life to a super cool song, whether it's lip syncing to something that you really connect with or creating something completely unique to you uh, that is, is just hilarious to everybody else because it's so darn relatable. It's just such a great opportunity to to find yourself as an individual and a business owner and to connect with your people on a one-to-one level because a lot of the time we forget that as business owners, it's not just like a business speaking to a customer. It's actually a human speaking to another human at the other side of that phone. So I think that when it comes to reels, it, it really realigns you and sets you into the fact that you are just speaking to one other person and having fun with it, entertaining them, entertaining yourself. And yeah, it's just taking it for what it is. Bringing the social side <laughs> back to social media. Yeah, I love that so much. What has been a huge like shift for you in your yourself personally through going through this process that maybe you didn't see coming? What do you feel like you've grown into through this whole expansion of your business, becoming this new online business coach that yeah so I think when my first like little mini awakening was definitely when I I left my nine-to-five job and decided to start my own business but even in saying that I started my own business and I feel as though I just now that I reflect back on it I actually just created another damn job for myself and it wasn't actually the intention of why I wanted to start a business I wanted to start a business to have freedom to have creative freedom financial freedom to to one day when I do have kids, be able to work four hours for the day or three hours for the day and then spend the rest of the time and be present with them. And along the way, I forgot that was actually the goal. And I just slowly started to go back to the way that my workplace was, which is working nine to five and working plus hours outside of work in order to to get further and further and further. So I think that for me, It was an amazing reality check when COVID hit because of the fact that it reminded me and really solidified that where I was was actually not where I wanted to be. And it allowed me to think about where I wanted to go, which is I don't want to work the standard nine to five hours. I want to have a virtual team because I want to be able to be on a beach with my laptop, with my mobile and still be able to have fun with my family. And that is my life and how I make money. I don't need to be like chained to my desk in order to provide and and be yeah to be financially stable so it's been really really incredible in that sense because it's allowed me to 
to realign even more. And I think that it's important for a lot of us to not just now, not just when when times are challenging, but at every point in our lives, and I think that this is actually something that I will take on, is to focus, have at least a weekend away whereby I'm checking in with myself as my own bestie, as my number one, and saying where you're currently at, is that truly where you want to be? Does that align with your greater vision, where where you want to go in the future? So I'm really excited about everything to come and whether that is good, whether that is bad, even though those are terms that are like loaded terms in any case, but I'm just really excited with it because I think that by learning to realign and bring back to the intention of what I truly want, it it is just allowing me to truly live the life that I actually dream of. And I can see now that the life that I used to dream of is actually is starting to be created around me, which is really beautiful to see. I hope you're loving this episode with Terry Lee. Isn't she just gorgeous? She is such a voice of empowerment and love. She truly enables you to launch your own business, believe in your own success. I love the bread analogy just so much. I use this all the time to encourage people with launching a business, fears around everybody else is doing it, but there's so many other people already doing it. They're just limiting beliefs that are holding you back from doing something you truly love and believe. If you really want to be more a part of what Terry Lee is doing, totally reach out to her on Instagram. If you have a dream in your heart to launch a business or a side hustle, oh my gosh, I am all about stirring up the dreamers. Please DM me. Please reach out. I would love to support you and cheer you on through this entire journey. Have the courage and the boldness to step into exactly what you dream and desire and don't let COVID or fear of failure ever hold you back from doing what you truly believe is what you're called to do. If you know someone starting a business and needs support with social media, please send this episode to them or leave a review how it's totally transformed your life. This season has been a season to step up and rise up above everything going on and continue to push towards our dreams. And I love that you've said that this dream that you wanted to create, like, Is there like, can you share a little bit about what you actually were stirring up and what you can see post-COVID actually being a reality for you? Is it like moving somewhere where there's a beach? Is it getting on a holiday to that island? Like, what do you want to do? Uh, Definitely. I would love to live by the beach. I think that's something that I've always wanted, but now it's it's so, so, so important. Like, <laughs> like it's so important for my personal growth because I absolutely love, love, love water. And I think that's why I love my walk so much because it's a way for me to get out there. But I just feel like, wow, if I could walk on a beach, it would be even more insane and more aligned. So I'm really excited for everything to come. I think for me, like I said, when I look at my future, I understand now that I don't want to live to work. I want to work to live. And the type of life that I truly want is one where I can make my own decisions. I can can work my own hours. I can prioritize my family and my vacations and even my time. That is just as important as the family unit as well. Because if I'm not feeling as though I'm 100% me, I'm completely aligned, I'm prioritizing my self-care everything else falls apart. 
So I'm really excited. It's, it's kind of a, a journey of self-discovery. This has definitely been and it always will be. But for me, I've felt as though when I am really taking care of myself, everything else, everything else falls into line. Yeah, and I've interviewed a couple of different people and they've literally all said the same thing. When I stop hustling, when I stop truck striving, when I just sit and be my authentic self, when I relax, the opportunities and like you like you probably talk about this well, like attraction marketing, like it all just flows and it's not this icky, sticky, desperate feeling. I'm sure you felt like that so much in this last season, like it's just flowing for you. Completely. And even in the sense of, so whenever I do go about my launches, I think that a lot of people, when they teach their online business coaches and people that are experts, like doing online coaching or courses, memberships, etc., they forget that it is not just about the strategy and the marketing that comes into it, it, a really big part of really being in that state of flow and to truly take those steps forward in anything in life, I think not just launching, is actually really stepping into your frequency and managing your own state and ma- managing and aligning that you are high vibe, that you are feeling in flow, that you yourself are are feeling great because you attract what you are. So if I go into any situation, relaxed, happy, free, high vibe, feeling abundant, that is what I get back. Whereas when I go into anything feeling small, feeling lacking confidence, feeling unseen, feeling as as though I, I have money constraints, whatever it might be at that point in time, that generally is what I'm faced with. And that's the type of opportunities that knock on my door. So you are what you attract. Yeah. And I think that's really important. That's a part of my, my daily routine and even my business as well. Uh, like for example, I'm about to go into a launch in two weeks time. And I've told my team that next week I am not going to be there. Because the entire week, I'm just going to be focusing on myself. They know me. I'm going to be walking a lot next week, you know. Um, I will just be focusing on on my health, focusing on getting outdoors. And yeah, and this week, we're just making sure that everything's all tidy, all ready to go, all set up. And the rest of the time, it's just about me focusing on making sure that I feel good, that I'm aligned and that I yeah feel like my, my best self because that's who needs to show up for my business, for my people and for my family as well. Absolutely. It's just incredible. And when you made that shift, like that day that you said you remember when, oh my gosh, I just lost like 80% of my business so you had like one client left. I'm sure there was a lot of emotions. And as you're going through the, the process of then launching now what you're doing and making that pivot, If there was any fears that came up, like how did you process through that and how did you then continue on with this vision that you felt was right for you and in alignment, but at the same time you're like, I'm a little bit nervous and a little bit like, what? (laughs) Yeah, so, okay, I'm not going to lie. That day I got myself a tub of Ben and Jerry's. I cried. I was upset and I let it all out. I'm, I'm not superhuman. I'm not just the positivity train over here. I'm realistic too. So the first day I, I cried and I was quite upset, but I sat in my feelings and, and realized where I was. And I understand why I felt that way. Anybody would. But after that, I decided, no, I'm done. I've cried it out. And 
I, for me, and this is the, the biggest learning that I've ever had and, and what I tell any, anyone around me is I switched very quickly. So the day after my clients left me, I actually started organizing a virtual summit for women in business to women that I really admired and looked up to. And I organized a three-day summit whereby they all came on to, to talk about how they're currently coping, all from different niches, different industries, types of businesses, and to speak about how they're dealing with COVID and how they're going to go about it. And it's not that they had the answers or anything, but it was just a matter of it was a way for me to give back to my community. So I thought if I was a year or two behind in my journey right now, if I wasn't financially stable enough to be like, okay, cool for the next six months, I'll be okay. It'll be fine. If what would I need? And that would be, I would need a community at this point because at, when it all happened, we felt more alone than anything else. So for me, I guess the, the main thing is to truly focus on serving others. So when I am serving others, I feel amazing. And, the, uh, and I think everybody does because it, it's such a gift to be helping someone else, whether that's through your expertise, whether that's through your time, whatever it might be, a, a listening ear. And by serving others, we are able to take the attention off of ourselves because we remember that it's not actually about us. It's about them. It's about the people that you're serving. And by showing up for them, you forget about your insecurities. You forget about your fears, your doubts, all of that negative self-talk because you can't be willowing in that state of mind when you're there to help someone else out. So for me, I think that's my biggest lesson and definitely the thing that's shifted me and stepped me out of that negativity. And it's the number one recommendation I would make for anybody listening today that feels as though they're a little bit maybe they, they're lost in that negative mindset or, or victim mindset or just in a moment of adversity it's the quickest way I feel to snap myself out of it is to focus on serving my people because it's not about us yeah wow that's absolutely stunning and I am a hundred percent there with you this whole situation has I think really like the people that dealt with it in this particular way, there's other people that obviously didn't, but I think for a big part of the population, it really became about checking in on people. How are you going? What do you need in this season? How can I help? Let's FaceTime. Let's organize board game Zooms. Let's do this. Like people became very proactive and very aware of what others were going through. And I think we're in the motions of life and the busyness. It's very easy to forget about people. It's very easy to, to forget to check on the mum that's just had a baby who's actually really struggling. It's very easy to check up on people that you haven't seen for six months. Well, they're busy. They're just doing their thing. They'll be fine. We make assumptions where I feel like COVID pushed everyone to literally check in with people, like sometimes every day, mm -hmm. every couple of days, like, girl, I'm cheering you on. Like, I'm there with you in the future. As soon as we can go get, you know, cocktails, we're popping bottles. Like, we had to keep reminding everyone there was something positive coming. We had to keep putting hope into each other. And I think that's taught us a lot about humanity, actually. Completely. Be kind, be kind to people. Like, yeah. Kindness is like the most underrated thing I think we are taught in like, like culturally as well. Kindness is just everything. It, it, it really, yeah, I, I agree with everything that you've said. And yeah, I think that we, we need to check in on people and we need 
to organize those little things just to get us by too. As much as initially people, I remember when I started doing it for others, I was like, am I doing this for them or am I doing it for me? And I realized it was both because I was like, am I being selfish for my taking on this role as well? Yeah, so it's a really beautiful thing to see. And I really hope that this is something that we all note, number one, and actually recognize for what it is and, and take this on whether we're in lockdown or not in the future. Awesome. Yeah, it's seriously so true. And I think it's important whether you're selling a product or a service, at the end of the day, you don't have a business without people. Mm-hmm. So you need to literally love people and treat people with respect because that is your business. Whether people want to admit that or not, you know, you can do as many click funnels as you like. You can do as much marketing advertising. At the end of the day, you've got to love your people. Yeah. People are coming to you for, they're buying you. So, and I know that you talk all about that and I know that you love your community. You did like wine nights, you did all sorts of things. You check in on people. You're always in the Facebook groups. Like you actually embody everything that you're saying. I'd love to switch gears and just instill some more hope into people that maybe particularly women and mothers that have maybe not taken the action that they possibly desired during this season. That could be because of fear. It could be literally logistical, like homeschooling. There's all the things people are going through. Could also be, and I've honestly even had these thoughts and I have to remember that I'm in the algorithm where I only see coaches and that field all the time. And I feel like, man, everyone's a coach. Everyone's doing this. Everyone's doing that. And I'm like, yeah, that's because I'm also in that algorithm where I only see that, right? (laughs) Like I don't see dog stuff because I don't look at dog stuff and I don't have completely and sometimes people can get stuck in that and they think well everyone else is doing it why would I bother it's already saturated there's already this and I know that you talk into all of that so can you just really bring some hope to people that still have a dream in their heart they haven't actioned it yet and statistically just to kind of prove them wrong with the number because sometimes people don't believe you like what are the actual chances if someone launched a business right now still being successful Yeah. Well, okay. If you, so let's take it back a step. So if you have been, (laughs) I love this question. It's amazing. So if you have, if you're sitting here listening to us chat and you have any dream, any inkling or calling to do something in particular, I, and this is, this is my, my honest belief. If you can dream, it is possible for you because if you couldn't dream, of that particular thing, creating that business, whether or even just doing a particular thing, you wouldn't be thinking about it. So the fact that you're dreaming about it right now means that it is possible for you. It is definitely possible for you. And it is just a matter of you actually doing it. When it comes to taking that idea and and making it into a reality, all of us, myself included, because I am nothing special, Everybody has those doubts. Everybody has those fears. Everybody thinks, wow, the market is so, so, so saturated right now. We don't need another coach. We don't need another cafe. We don't need another whatever it might be. But my firm belief and what I've experienced myself and have seen in hundreds of women that have gone through my course is that it doesn't matter if there's somebody else doing the same thing as you because you exist and you are completely unique, beautiful, and incredible on your, in your own right. Now, if, and this is something that I say quite often, but if you go to the grocery aisle and you look at all the different types of breads, 
there are so many different brands of the same darn thing. But we all have our favorite. We all have our favorite type of bread. We have our favorite brand of bread. And that's because it is something about them, their ingredients, their special magic, their special something, something inside of that company that creates something that you love. And that is you. So all of that magic, that uniqueness, that little special something, something in your business is going to be you. Yes, there may be another coach. Yes, there may be another person doing the same thing as you. But the, the difference is that it doesn't have you just yet. And I guarantee you, your people are attracted to your energy, your vibration, who you are as an individual. And that is going to be the thing that makes them decide to go with you versus someone else. Because just because Tony Robbins exists doesn't mean that no other coaches could come after him or no personal development people could come after him. No, they definitely could. And he's incredible. I really respect him. But have I gone ahead and bought his courses and his online programs? No, because I've personally connected more with some other people. I generally purchase from a lot of women in business and learn from a lot of women in business. So that's the type of voice that I needed to hear and who I wanted to learn from. And that means that you can be someone for someone else. You know, you can be that special person, the person that connects with them in a way that they never thought that they could connect with, a teaching style that they never thought that they could learn certain things. And you are going to be the the unique something, something that makes all the difference. And yeah, it's definitely possible for you. Each and every one of us can do it. If you can dream it, that means that the possibility is there for you. I love that so much. I've just written so many notes that I want to put in. I'm literally like, should I title this? I am the bread. Who's going to pick me? (laughs) (laughs) I am always going to think about entrepreneurship when I look at bread now. (laughs) That was the best analogy. That's so much better than some other analogies that I've heard. Like you're unique. Everyone vibes with someone different. The bread analogy landed for me so much just then. I'm like, Wow. I was then I went to almond milk. I'm like, yeah, I have my favorite almond milk uh-huh. brand. And then I started to think about it. I was like, wow, there really is so many of the same type of thing. But because it's food, you probably just like think, oh yeah, more food products. But no, that's seriously like awesome. Like I've recommended for a particular field before two or three different options. And it's so interesting when I've done that with different people who they actually picked. Yeah. Like like, wow, you picked that person because you didn't have that person. You picked that person because you didn't have that person. And then it ended up being perfect and they both all flourished. I was like, what I love about networking? Do you yeah. just love that when you connect people together? You must see that all it's the, the time. Business. It is honestly the best feeling ever when people find, when you find your squad and you find your people, oh my gosh. And people think that, oh, that just means customers. No, I'm not talking about customers. I'm talking about finding that coach, that mentor, that biz bestie. When you find your people, it is the most magical experience ever. And it's just such a beautiful thing. And I'm going to be real. I am friends with so many of my students now, like genuine friends. And it's It's just the most incredible experience to put yourself out there. You think that, and this is probably just a belief that I had ages ago, but definitely don't believe it anymore. But I used to think that, okay, cool. If we weren't friends growing up at university or high school, that's just it. I got my my click. We're good. But 
honestly, the the friendships, the connections that I've made genuinely from my coaches, from my mentors, from my students, you can learn from absolutely everybody and really form an incredible support system. And we, we all should be. And that's also why I think people listening get into some programs, anything, yes. whether it's mummy stuff, it's a mummy page, or I jumped in and met so many girls through doing your free reels program. Like it was actually an offer, an offering with graphics and everything to actually allow community to come together. We had to comment on everyone's Instagram. So we met like 10 people every single day. We got to see their content. People got purchases from that because they genuinely believed in like other people. And it just was so cool to do that. And I loved all the networking that was involved in all of that. And I think that's the community that you've really created. Wow. Yeah, I think as humans, we forget that connection, community and relationships are actually like the fundamentals of of how we're created and where we flourish. And yeah, and the best opportunities can come from it, not because that's the intention, but it's just because, yeah, you're, you're in it and you're, you're making magic happen. Well, thank you so much for sharing. I feel like you've been real. You've had to pivot during COVID. You're an everyday awesome girl that literally lost 80% of her business. She's now six figures and booming. You've built community. You've built trust. You've got the best purple branding I've ever seen. I don't know if anyone has purple branding like you. Like you really went out and created your own thing. You're just absolutely killing it, Terry Lee. I love what you're doing. And I think that you've reminded women that it's never too late you're valued, you're worthy, you're allowed to have abundance, like get in touch with Terry Lee, follow her along, like she's doing amazing things. She's got a, anyway, I love what you're about. Thank I think you. you're changing women's lives and I think you're also placing value and dignity on these women in the process of building an online business. So thank you so much and thanks so, so much for, for having me today. This has been so, so, so much fun and I can't wait to see everything to come for you. This podcast is freaking epic. I love it. <laughs> thank you so much. Bye. See you. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Bell and Beyond. Mama, I know you're so busy and your time is precious. So I hope today's episode has left you feeling more empowered around your choices and that your voice matters. If you have loved this week's episode, make sure you subscribe and get all the weekly updates. It would also be so awesome if you could leave a five-star review for this independently run podcast produced by this mama herself. And if you've had all the feels today and a mum's popped into your mind, jump over, send her a DM or share it on your stories. That would be the absolute best. If you have any questions at all, connect with me over on my Instagram at bellyandbeyond underscore and let's write or rewrite your story of motherhood together. 